Salatu as-salamu alayki ya Rasulallah. As-salatu as-salamu alayki ya Habibullah. As-salatu as-salamu alayki ya Shafi'ullah. As-salatu as-salamu alayki ya Nur al-Huda. As-salatu as-salamu alayki ya Shamsi Duha. As-salatu as-salamu alayki ya Badri Duda. As-salatu as-salamu alayki ya Khatamim Nabiyin as-salamu. Salatu as-salamu alayka ya Sayyidah al-awaleen wal-akhirin wa salaman al-mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbin alameen. Ya Allah, please send the blessings that you send upon your prophet and messenger and that is sent through the hearts of humanity upon your prophets and messenger and through the angels upon the prophet and messenger Muhammad. And upon all the prophets and messengers, send that to the hearts of Effendi and Noor, Hasreti Pir, Mevlana, Jalaluddin Rumi, Shamsi Tabrisi, upon the hearts of, um, of uh, the Sheikh Al-Akbar Ibn Arabi, and, and the hearts of Abdul Qadir Gailani, and Rabia, Duwiya, and upon all the, the saints and friends of yours, O Allah. And, and forgive us through this peace Forgive us, forgive us, forgive us, and 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 fill our hearts with with your own beautiful uh, attributes. I mean, the ones you um, you love, the ones that have come directly from you, O oh Allah. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. So, um, blessings on our community of lovers and seekers and uh, knowers and unknowers alhamdulillah so mashallah Ooh, so today i'm i'm feeling more the 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 kahar of allah the maybe the jalal the a, a weighty uh, feeling and um normally usually either the day before or or before the juma um you know, I receive some kind of guidance uh, as to what to address in the Juma. Sometimes it's it's full and 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 clear, and sometimes not not quite as much. But today, it's almost as though I'm, the there's <laughs> <is> like nothing, <laughs> nothing, <laughs> and it, it just, I just feel a, a kind of weight uh, in the soul. Uh, but I did open Sheikh Noor's um, The Heart of Quran, and it opened to Quranic passages. And I, I will read you uh, what I received. So we'll, we'll see if that offers a way. Bismillahirrahmanirrahimahullah, we take refuge with you. Uh, with your infinite mercy and love from, from any negativity uh, in our souls, in ourself, in our minds, um, in our environment, in this creation, and, 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 and plunge us in your boundless ocean of, of mercy and love, all moment by moment. Save us from ourself. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Send forth your powerful spiritual gaze 
into the perfection of divine creation. Again and again, my beloved, it will return dazzled, amazed, enlightened. Send forth your powerful spiritual gaze into the perfection of divine creation. Again and again, my beloved, it will return dazzled, amazed, enlightened. So I went to the um, surah in Quran, where that is. It's Surah Mulk. And I will read you the, the first um, four or five ayats of that surah. From the translation that I have here, it's Yusuf Ali. Bismillah rahman irahim. Blessed is he in whose hands is dominion, that's mulk, and he over all things has power. He who created death and life, that he may try which of you is best indeed, and he is the exalted, all forgiving, Aziz Ogafur. That's a beautiful Aziz Ogafur. He who created the seven heavens one above another. No want of proportion will you see in the creation of Rahman. So turn thy vision again. Do you see any flaw? And again, turn thy vision a second time. Vision will come back to you, dull and discomfited in a state worn out. And we have adorned the lowest heavens with lamps. And we have made such mis as missiles to drive away the evil ones. And we have prepared for them the penalty of the fire. So this, um, the opening to that passage, um, I, I sense already in the ayat, um, this, uh, this weight, this power of, of, of the Rabb, of the Malik. And, and uh, maybe that's, so I'm a, thinking that's what I'm feeling today, this, um, this overwhelmingness, um, that this feeling in myself of powerlessness, of uh, lack of uh, any attribute that could, you know, stand up or that could have agency or that could even uh, be inspired and, and um, have uh, shine in any way, like um, like the moon, in a way that who doesn't have her own light. The moon's only light comes from the sun, and so um, you know it is with us. Really, we might say, uh, on some level, and maybe that's the state of fana, where um, our our sense of ourself uh, as as a source is extinguished. And, and, and then we're turned to see that only one source, and sometimes we feel we can uh, approach that source, and sometimes not on, on, on the mystic path. So this is the, the path of the heart, and the path of the heart has so 
many uncountable states. And um, uh, so we each become like tasters uh, of those states. We, we, we experience them, we recognize them. And, and then Allah brings us to the next state. We are between the two fingers. Our hearts are between the two fingers of Allah. So um, to return to the, this be these beautiful passages. So blessed is he in whose hand is dominion. I mean, how majestic. And so again, turning to that theme of, of majesty, of might, of power, of uh, the sole sovereign the only one who has power uh, in creation, the only one who disposes, uh, the only one who creates, the only one uh, who gives and who can give, and the only one who can answer, the only one who has placed need and desire and helplessness in our hearts, um, and the only one who can fulfill that. So um, he created death. So death is the kahar, death, whether it be the dying before dying uh, or the physical death, the trans, uh, you know, the, the the passing into the next world. Uh, it 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 is still powerful. So death. Uh, so this all powerful one creates that. Uh, that agent, and it has an angel who, uh, who but the angel itself, uh, Azrael, is not death itself. The angel is simply the, the messenger, the one who takes the soul. But that moment when the soul is taken from the body, there is this fana, normally. Now, maybe in the, in the saints of Allah, uh, that, uh, and, and, and maybe in the advanced dervishes, uh, there, there is not a fana. There will be a physical fana. But uh, as those who have been living in their spiritual body have become reborn into a spiritual body of light and uh, awakenness, consciousness, uh, they will not experience. In fact, they will experience the joy of um, fulfillment, the joy of maybe conscious union with uh, with the one who's called them. So that will be like our um, mirage. So the one, so it's interesting here that death comes before life, the one who created death and life. So um, this life, there's of course the, the pre-eternal when, uh, when Allah said kun, and life became in, upon all of us, and, um, and then death. But we could say that in a sense, extinction existed before the life because we were nothing, as Allah tells us. We were extinct, we were the shay'in, we were the potentials, the, we were, as in, you know, the Christians speak of the ideas of God. We were, um, yes, these maybe potentialities. And then we received life. And then we will taste death. And then we will have, inshallah, eternal life. So we are in a very short passage here. Our life on earth is very brief. 
very brief. It's like um, a, 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 a springboard, you know, to the real thing, the springboard to the ocean. Uh, and so um, we have to make the best use of it possible. And here, this is what is said, that he may try which of you is best indeed. So very interesting that in this passage, we're, um, well, so we're tested in, in that sense. Um, and, and, and the test is, is uh, it goes from both subtle to more corporeal. Um, how, how, how will we respond to uh, all the experiences we receive, both internally and externally? How, how will we respond when, when the messengers come to us, when the prophets come to us? Uh, and, and we didn't know them before, and, and they tell us, uh, I am a messenger of God, uh, follow me, uh, and you will attain uh, happiness and bliss. Uh, how, that's a test. That's, a, that's a, a, a test for us. How will we respond when, when the, 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 the more imperceptible messengers of our experience of daily life events come to us? As Rumi says, the guests who come to the, the guest house, they are messengers. How, how do we respond? So, and this is all part of our training, the training, uh, the maturing of, of the soul. So our life is this um, training and, and, and kind of like a, a school or a testing ground uh, for the soul. And of course, along the way, there is... A, uh, the delights uh, of Allah. But as we remember, Allah has said, I have made the creation for your delight. And, and part of that is that delight, the greatest delight in the creation, of course, is to recognize Allah, to know that Allah is within which each delight, or that the, and the giver of the delight is Allah, and, and the receiver of our delight is Allah, the beloved. So, um, and I have created, I have made creation for your delight. I have brought forth you for my delight, mashallah. Do not damage what I have created uh, for me with what I have created for you. So do not let that come between us. Uh, do not become so engrossed with your life, whether the problems of your life or the joys of your life, uh, that you uh, forget me, that you turn away from me, or that you, you deny me if, if it's a difficult experience or that you become, you know, may Allah save them, save us from that. Um, so that he may try which of you is best indeed. And Allah is the exalted. So here, uh, so exalted in power, able to do all of this and all forgiving. So that's where the relief comes in this, um, the, that, that whatever happens to us, whatever response we're able to give, Allah is the forgiving. So that we always have that. Uh, and, and we should, that's why in our, practice, Sufi practice, we're all asking daily and uh, for forgiveness, for forgiveness, for forgiveness, I mean, and, and for ourselves, for others. Um, alhamdulillah.
he who created the seven heavens, one above another. So, uh, and of course we know that, the, so there are the seven heavens and majestically so, I think Effendi, and, and this is, um, you know, this is the Sufi tradition. Uh, I know the Sheikh Al-Akbar refers to it that each level of creation is like a ring lost in the desert of the next creation. So we think of seven levels, we see it maybe in our mind's eye as, you know, something uh, perceptible, imaginable. And yet this is how vast they are in the, in the physical realm. So uh, each ring, so imagine, so the first heaven, which is called, you know, this heaven of galaxies and stars. So we're already in our contemporary society amazed. We just feel we're beginning to discover this in, in extraordinary beauty and power and, and, and vastness of the first heaven. That's all the first heaven. And then that heaven is like a ring lost in a desert of the vastness of the second heaven and so on until you get to the seventh. So clearly it's, um, you know, the, again, our, our, our physical nature is bound to physical dimension and, and, and capacity both of imagination. So there is our, our spiritual nature is, is beyond that. Our spiritual nature can encompass this. And that's what's so amazing. That's how out of touch we are with the, who we truly are, you know, that we mostly calculate and measure um, through our physical dimension. And then um, no want of proportion what you see in creation. And, and, and we know that because scientists who are looking uh, with telescope, with a microscope, um, with whatever means they have of, of perception and measurement, to ex which is essentially only the means to amplify our own faculties of perception. Uh, that's the instruments that, that, that we have. Um, so those are not the spiritual instruments. That's, uh, that's another, again, that's the other level. But whatever dimension one is in, uh, there will be no no flaw in it. There will be no mistake, no error. And um, surprising to us who are in this tradition, but there there are uh, you know paths or traditions or attitudes, maybe human attitudes that say you know well oh, God made a mistake or uh, God overlooks this or uh, this is a flaw in creation. You know, this is a gen sometimes a gen geneticist point of view or, um, uh, you know, molecular biology. Sometimes, you know, and others can go there and see that, oh, well, this, this is a mistake. Um, sometimes evolutionarily, uh, no. <laughs> so for the, from our perspective, all of this is part of this perfection. So what looks like uh, a mistake, like the tonsils who, you know, are removed. I had mine removed as a child and because they thought, well, that's really like a, a mistake in the human body. Uh, but alhamdulillah, we learn that there is no flaw in creation. 
And so then again, so Allah asks us to look, to see. So this is our tefakur, this is our contemplation, uh, uh, our muraqaba, to look deeply and see if there is a flaw. And so is there a flaw in ourself? Uh, this is another uh, level. And we can say, yes, we see all kinds of flaws. We see flaws of behavior. We see flaws uh, uh, of, of, of thinking, maybe. But again, all of that, nothing in it is truly a flaw because each of those things is a grain of sand to, um, to make the pearl of whether it be of, um, you know, of regret and, and, and turning the tawbah and, and seeking the forgiveness that Allah has announced in the very beginning. It's all part of the great perfection. And so uh, where is the judgment? Where, where can we judge? Where's the room for a, a judgment in all of this? Uh, we discern and we have, uh, you know, we can, we, we have to steer ourselves. We, ha we have to be guided. We know something is better than another. Uh, but more through taste, through thouk, through um, really through inner guidance, inner antenna, inner uh, vibration. We so, uh, but also through principles, you know. Of let's say in speaking, we we're not supposed to speak uh, badly about uh, people, and we're not supposed to overpraise people. So that's a principle of guidance, and. Um, Sometimes uh, it says, which is surprising to us, that uh, the prophet warned against that, against overpraising, because you you set someone up almost. So everything we say has an effect. So turn thy vision again. So that's interesting. See, seest thou any flaw? So again, uh, uh, it's like uh, almost like a a challenge to to keep doing this and so um this is almost in the great human discourse you know that is always going on there's always a global human discourse going on and it can be just vibrational and where there's this gazing and where's there's this coming to you know kind of like a momentary conclusion and then there is the response and then the gazing again and where we were sort of traveling together in this way gazing and really not finding a flaw and again turn thy vision it says here a second time but it almost seems to me it's the third time uh, vision will come back to you dull and discomfited in a state worn out now the other place that reminds me of is when it speaks of the of the moon when she comes back, uh, when she goes to nothing, and it uh, compares that the Quran compares it to the date uh, tree with the fruit. Um, you know, that's a process we're not so familiar with, but in the sense that something is depleted, it's exhausted. We know that condition in ourself. So this refers also to ourself that. Um, you know, maybe where we reach, we're striving, we're 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 contemplating, and uh, and this is just in our daily life. 
and then we reach a point where we're like exhausted where we you know we feel we can't go on anymore maybe that's what i was feeling this morning that feeling of just being emptied out and again this is a sign of allah's power you know over us and then comes the power of life that's the death and then comes the power of life again and we have adorned the lowest heaven with lamps so that's all that we're gazing at through the micros through the telescopes and we have made them missiles interesting to drive away the let's see what it's here it's yeah the shaitani <laughs> stuff uh so um that there is a protected realm from all negativity and it's here it's 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 seen as you know as we advance in stages because the seven levels refer to ourself and our own inner levels of um you know density and then subtlety and more and more subtle more and more luminous and more and more filled with uh, divine presence these are also comparative whereas you could say the lower heaven are, are wonderful faculties and beautiful faculties of hearing seeing and all of that and then and then but where you know the negativity can still uh, affect us and then as we go on uh, there you know become almost into that realm beyond so i give thanks this i guess this is what alhamdulillah so is is going to end the reading of the quranic passage here surah mulk and and um simply gives thanks and allah akbar alhamdulillah laila illallah wa allah akbar um for this beautiful um these these incredible revelations from from allah and for this one in particular and um i think let's um you know let's just have a, a moment of silence and and maybe i'll open a hadith Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So instead of opening hadith, I'd just like to say that, again, with my experience this morning of feeling so, such a weight, um, that I started offering salawat, actually the pure salawat. And uh, as soon as I made even the intention and then entered into it somewhat, I could feel a, a lightning and a lifting uh, of the soul and and it, it you know calls to mind that it said that salawat is brings this joy so i think we should also uh, resort to it we it's part of our dervish practice every day uh, the very simple the dervish starts with 11 uh, simple salawat the Allahumma saniyana sayyidina muhammad wa alani sayyidina muhammad wa sabbi wa salam and uh, and then but has the possibility to choose any of the the amazing mystical salawats that are available we have a green book um for 
that's and I'm, I'm sure in, in, in Mexico. Yes. Oh, you have that. Okay. Well, there's a, an expanded version. Um, and um, and then there's the Dalail um, Hayrat, which is a classical book of salawats that was mentioned the other day, uh, translated by Jazuli, uh, or, or collected rather by a, a, a saint called Jazuli, and um, and the story goes that he was traveling. Uh, and he, you know, this is, of course, a very simplified version of the story uh, and, and came to a household maybe of a, a friend or recommended. And uh, it has different versions. So one is that he saw a young girl. Uh, I'll tell Effendi's version. And that was that his wife. So he was this great scholar and um you know, a knower of hadiths and, and other religious um, texts. And um, his wife would uh, leave his bed at night and uh, return, you know, some hours later, closer to the morning. And this uh, it just started happening at a certain point in their marriage. And he was finally mystified, although he trusted her, but he was more really intrigued by what she was doing in these hours of the night. And so he followed her. And uh, this is Effendi's story. And he saw her um, climb on the back of a, either a sheepskin or uh, even on the back of a lion and fly across, they were on, next to the ocean, to an island. And, um, and then several hours later return and so in this beautiful, you know, kind of tale, uh, he then asked her, oh, oh, my precious wife, what, I, this is amazing. <laughs> you know, I'm the big scholar, but you are showing all the, you know, the divine miracles. How does this happen? And she said, it's through salawat. I, I recite salawats to the prophet. And this is what gives me this ability. So she would go to this particular island to pray. Uh, in the night. So, of course, that brings in other uh, customs, sunnah of praying in the night. Um, so he set out that is supposed to be kind of like an origin story of his quest to collect salawats. And he started traveling and collecting salawats from, from different uh, cultures and lands, and then composed it into the Dalai Hayrat. So um, the salawat is very powerful as a form of prayer and praise, um, and they're they're beloved, and they they definitely are a tremendous refreshment to the soul. So that's what I would like to just emphasize in our um, in our second portion here of the hutba. Alhamdulillah, 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 through the secret heart of our peers of Fatiha. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Maliki al-Midin. Iyaka nabudu wa iyaka nasta'in. Ihtina surat al-Mustaqim. Surat al-Nadina anamta alayhim. Kairum Magdubi Alehim Wala Dwanin Amin.
Oh no. Protect us. By keeping us near to the to Muhammad. Peace be upon him, peace be upon him, peace be upon him. Oh Allah. Keep us under his cloak of, of the black radiance of the nearness to you, oh Allah, under in the fragrance of the rose fragrance of love, of, of your love. Um, in the hearts of, of, of all his lovers, so Allah, in, in, in his heart, keep us in that fragrance, that intoxicating fragrance of his love, oh Allah, and, and keep us together with Effendi and Noor and Hazreti Pir and his mother Amina and all the mothers and the fathers, the, the holy peoples who have um, Turn to you and and disappeared in you and and reappeared, uh, streaming with your uh, beautiful asma husna, your beautiful divine attributes. Amin, amin, amin. Resurrect us with them together and bless our community. Amin, amin, amin. Bless humanity. Bless this creation that you have made perfect, O Allah, for our guidance and for our journey. Uh, to you and, and with you. Fatiha, Allahumma sayyana Sayyidina Muhammad, Walani Sayyidina Muhammad, Wasabi Wasabi. Bismillahi Rahmani Rahim, Alhamdulillahi Rabbin Alimin, Rahman Irahim, Maniki Omidin, Iyakin Abudu, Iyakin Astain, Idina Sarata Mustakim, Sarata Nidina Namta Nahim. Amen, amen, amen.